Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. You may be seated. I have a instructional prophetic message for us today uh it is entitled zoe dunamis and glory last week i spoke about the imminent restoration of the purity and the power of the gifts of the holy spirit i by the grace of god i yet not i but the grace of god which is with me said that there in the last 50 years or so there's really been a withdrawal of the gifts of the spirit the word the word is not complete withdrawal there's just been a diminishing in the purity as well as in the power of the gifts of the holy spirit and i pointed out that the reason for this is twofold <clears throat> the first reason was because people blatantly disobeyed the injunction of scripture that the gifts of the spirit are manifest as the spirit wills and many people just try and you know in fact i i I see them all the time on youtube and all that say you know i just you know prophesy to you. you you can't do that it's as the spirit wills and that is why you find that the most abused gifts in the church is prophecy because we can speak you know but you don't speak just and say thus said the lord unless there is an unction i don't know how best i can describe it i have experienced it i still experience it it's like having a cloak you know if somebody stands behind you with a cloth with a, you know like a like a jacket a big jacket even though you can't see them, you can sense their presence. And if they move back, you can sense it, that it's not there again. That's what the unction is like. I, when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit in November of 1979, I had a glorious experience. I spoke in tongues, I spoke in Hebrew and Aramaic, I didn't even know it was. But something very wonderful happened. I think it lasted about three or four days. It was as if I was going around with a cloak. It was as if somebody was behind me. I, I, I sensed it. I was, I'll be walking down the corridors in Imperial College. I will, it will be there. You know? After some time, it winged. You know? Another thing that would happen was my hands and my, toe, you know, my, my feet. You know, it would be like as if there's a burning coal there. You actually, I'll talk more about that later on. You know, you feel. It's not, it's, not, it's not a perception. You feel it. You know, it's like electricity. That's flowing inside your hands and inside your feet. Then I got to understand what the anointing was. So you only prophesy or should only prophesy when <clears throat> that unction is there. If it's not there, don't. And usually, because I have operated, I yet not I, but the grace of God is with me. You know, I've operated the gift of diversities of tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy. I did that initially with 
pastor and Mrs. Porter in that little church in London. So I, 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 I was introduced to the real thing, you know, and um, uh, where, where, where what usually happens is that the unction will come. You feel, you know, you sense that unction. Then you will get the first few words. You won't get everything. You just have like one or two words and you will know this is the direction. You open your mouth and it's like a tap. Once you start, the thing, the words start tumbling out of your mouth, you know, and you will know it's not you because it will, it will go beyond what you think or what you say. And uh, I also experienced this even here in preaching and teaching. A lot of the times, 90% of the time, I teach prophetically under unction. And sometimes they, they'll just start, it's just start coming. Even things I, that are not in my notes, it will just start flowing. And I know it's the spirit of prophecy. The second reason why the gifts, the purity and the gift, power of the gifts of the spirit dramatically reduced was because of covetousness. People started using the gifts for money. And this grieved the Holy Spirit. And he, you know, the, 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 he didn't withdraw it completely. The gifts of the spirit are still in operation in the church. But majority of the, what we see today, there is a uh, very low level. In fact, one prophecy, I might be teaching on that later on, maybe later in the year. Like I told you at the beginning of this year, something wonderful happened to me late last year. You know, November, December. God downloaded to me so many messages. I have enough that will take for the next six months, if not nine. You know, and we'll be, I'll be bringing them as, this is one of them. You know, I'll be bringing them as the Holy Spirit directs me, you know, uh, to share them. And um, so the, 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 the unction of the Holy Spirit will come and he will, he, will, he will speak, you know, through you. And uh, this issue of money, you know, has caused the manifestations we see today, even when they are genuine, they are very low quality and purity, you know. And when, and sometimes they're not even, you know, sometimes they're, they're counterfeit or corrupted, you know. <clears throat> so God wants to restore. And I shared with us last week that the key, the road to restoration is love. He said, I will show you, talking about the gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he said, desire then the best gifts. He said, and I will show you a more excellent way. Then he begins to talk about love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And so today, I'm going to be talking about the mechanics of the glory of God. I'm going to be talking about Zoe, which is the life of God. I use the Greek, the act, you know, it's translated in the King James Bible as life, eternal life, everlasting life. <clears throat> the original Greek word is Zoe. Then there's a Greek word which is called dunamis. Dunamis is power. That's where we get the English word dynamics, dynamo, dynamite. We all those English words are derived from the Greek word dunamis. It means miraculous working power. And then glory. And there is a functionality by which one metamorphosizes into the other. In other words, the original 
substance is Zoe. And when you work with Zoe, you can convert it to dunamis. And when you work with dunamis, you can convert it to glory. And it's important that I share that because there's a lack of uh, terrible dearth of understanding concerning these things in the church for the reasons I have mentioned. You know, disobedience to instruction, trying to do things as, as, as man wills and not as the Holy Spirit wills. And you find, I mentioned this last week in, from Matthew chapter 7, where Jesus said, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. That doesn't just mean going to heaven. It also includes, and probably that's what he was referring to primarily, you know, entering the experience of the total dominion of righteousness, peace, and joy. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So when the Bible says entering the kingdom, he's not talking about going to heaven. He told the disciples in Acts chapter 14, he said <clears throat> he said he encouraged them that they should, you know, uh, through much tribulation, enter the kingdom. They were already in the kingdom. They were already born again. So he's not talking about being born again. Not talking about going to heaven. He's talking about the experience of the dominion, total dominion of righteousness, peace, and joy by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why he qualified it. And he said, in the Holy Ghost. Because, you may not know this, but I will tell you now. You can have a righteousness that's not in the Holy Ghost. That's like filthy rags. Righteousness of the flesh. You can have a peace that is not in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in Jeremiah, it says they say peace, peace when there is no peace. You know, you can have a joy that is not in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, you know, that the, the, the wicked, you know, they, 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 they are full of joy when they do certain things. You know, there's a lot of fake that's around. There is the one in the Holy Ghost. Then there's the one that's flesh, you know, where it's just man's natural emotions and feelings. And it's not, it's not in the Holy Ghost. And that's why we must develop these ones in the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said, not everyone that says, you know, uh, Lord, Lord will enter this experience. He says, for many will say to me in that day, and that day is this day. He's talking about this third day. The third day from the birth of Christ. And I'm going to be showing you something today. There's a third day from the maturity of Christ. There's a third day from the resurrection of Christ. And, you know, it's when I was preparing this yesterday you know god showed me said you're going to see different things you know manifest at as you enter different levels of this third day there are three levels of the third day i would say third day from the birth of christ that's 995 say third day from the maturity of christ that's 2025 then say third day from the resurrection of christ that's 2028 because Jesus was raised from the dead three years after his maturity. And, uh, you know, we didn't understand, you know, Revelation is progressive and it's continuous. We didn't know, I, I didn't know all of this myself. I, I knew third day. I knew third day from the birth of Christ, but I did not know third day from the maturity and all of that. And that's why we haven't seen some things we, are, we, we thought we should have seen. And some of these things I'm going to share with you will show you what I call the mechanics the things that have to be begin to be practiced for these things to be experienced. That's why I had I chose that first song. Uh, it's raining from David Ingalls. I told Pastor Andrew 
when Lagos is there. But the second song, they chose it, you know, uh, the, the, by themselves, you know, and really it is raining. As I speak now, every time you come to Good Morning Jesus in the morning, it's raining. Or get into the rain, oh. <laughs> and I'm going to show you how. It's raining it's every day now. And it's the intensity of the rain is increasing. But you have to understand what's happening. So let's start. First of all, what is Zoe? Zoe is the life of God. Everybody go to John chapter 5. John chapter 5 and verse 26. All, you find all of these in all our books. These are things I taught in the uh, late 80s. You know, when we started Scripture Pastor 84, 85, 86. You know, this was the main thrust of my teaching. I was teaching on the life of God and life scriptures. And those things are still so important. It says, for as the Father, I didn't hear you. I did not hear you. I'm only hearing the people here. I'm not hearing the choir. I'm not hearing you. 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 For as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given. Everyone say, so hath he given. Say, so has he given. Say, so has he given. To the Son to have life in himself. Stop. This is a textbook Biblical definition of the life of God. What is the life of God? Is what God has in himself. It's the intrinsic nature of God. That's what it is. As has life in himself. It's, uh, I, I wrote it down. Because as I was preparing this message, the unction came over me. So I was writing down what I was receiving. So I will, I will say it the way I got it. Zoe is eternal and intrinsic in the three persons of the Godhead. Zoe is not created. It's what is inside God. It is the thing that makes God, God. Just like blood flows in the physical human body, the uh, substance that flows inside God is spiritual, but it is a substance. It's a tangible substance. You know, and the Bible uses this expression for it to make us relate to it in the physical. It calls it living water. It is intrinsic. It is inside God. It is what makes God, God. Every other thing God has comes from Zoe. And there are three of them that I will uh, focus on, that I will mention. Number one, God has wisdom. It's from Zoe. Because inside Zoe is light. Light is wisdom and development. The Bible talks about the light of life. It is not the life of light. It is the light of life. In other words, it is life. It is from life light emanates. These are crucial fundamental truths that many of us are ignorant of or have lost sight of or we've left to slip. The second uh, uh, um, aspect that comes from this life of God is love. It is the love of life. It comes from the life of God and it's manifested in what we call the gifts of the, sorry, the fruit of the spirit. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control, and patience. All those things are ingredients intrinsic inside Zoe. 
inside the life of God. The third thing is power, which is this dunamis. The creative ability of God that God used to make the heavens and the earth and create everything, you know, and he uses to heal the sick and all of that is actually Zoe that has been transformed to dunamis. You need to understand that. Most Christians don't. But by the time we finish this message, you will understand better. Now, there is a great truth in this John chapter 5 verse 26. He said, as the father hath life in himself. Notice nobody gave the father life. He says, it's what's in him. But when he now spoke about the son. Because when Jesus came to the earth. And took on the human form. He was temporarily stripped of his divine attributes. So he now had to be given Zoe from the father and the Holy Spirit. That's why he said. So had he given to the son to have life in himself. That's why Jesus had to pray. Jesus prayed every day. Why? Because he had to receive life. When God taught me life scriptures, and he taught me, I yet not I, but the grace and mercy of God, you know, later on I got to, you know, I had, of course I heard about it from E.W. Kenyon and uh, Kenneth Hagen, but you know, this practice of using scriptures to draw life and pray for the life of God was something I, you know, I'd never heard of. It was God who taught me. I don't want to go into the testimony and all that. I've shared it many times. It was 1983, you know, through healing. I started with healing scriptures. Then in order to get healed better, you know, faster, I prayed and I didn't get healed. And I, God said, go and look up every scripture of life. I prayed from those scriptures and I got healed. So anyway, <clears throat> uh, you know, then he led me to Psalm 119. You find a lot of the life scriptures are in Psalm 119. And you know what he told me? He said they are messianic psalms. And he said Jesus prayed from them. And he did. That's why you find, you know, Jesus, you know, you, 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 know, you find many of those scriptures in Psalm 19. Quicken me. The King James says quicken. But the actual uh, Hebrew is give life to me. You know, so my soul will not drop for heaviness. You know, uh, uh, give life to me and turn away my eyes from beholding vanity. Jesus prayed those prayers. That was how Jesus was getting life every day. As the Father has life intrinsic, so has he given, given, given. He gave life to Jesus. And the Lord Jesus understood these things, certainly. You know, and that's why he was very careful. Jesus was not careless at all. You will notice that anytime he does a lot of work, like when he fed the 5,000, has took a lot of power, you know, to feed. It was creative. It was dunamis in action. Because what he did, he took five loaves of bread, uh, you know, uh, uh, two fishes. He looked up to heaven. He prayed. And then he decided giving it. As he was giving it to the disciples, the thing was multiplying. And man, I like to see that, honey. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You know, if they don't come for the word, they will come for the bread. Imagine if they say, there's a scripture pastor, if you go there, <laughs> praise the Lord. You know, and, 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 you know, it's better than the, you know, agege bread that you buy. Seriously speaking, you know, great power. 
immediately he sent everybody away. And what did he go do? He went to pray. Because power had been expended. So he had to go back and replenish. And he did that all the time. You know, his, his disciples, after walking with him for some time, they noticed something. This man is always praying. They said he was in a certain place and he was praying. And the Bible says when he ceased, that is Jesus had times of concentrated prayer. My pastors know, you know, uh, Pastor Andrew, all those who are close to me, you know, who work with me, you know, I think it was yesterday. You know, I think it was, I don't know where Pastor Andrew or Laolo or somebody, you know, came to my room or David, you know, I was praying. I said, I didn't let them talk. I did like this. Then I finished my prayer. Then I said, then I started talking. That's what Jesus did that day. He said, when he ceased, his disciples noticed that thing. So they said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. When you understand the dynamics and, and, and the principles of this thing, you, you will now understand why you have to pray. As a man, Jesus did not have Zoe intrinsic. He had it as God. But when he became a man, that's why Paul wrote that beautiful expose on the incarnation. He said, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but took upon himself the form of a servant and being found in fashion as a man. He was dependent on the, on the mercy and the grace of the other two persons of the Godhead. He didn't have, he had it, but he had given it up so that he could become a man to procure our salvation. So he was dependent on God like you and I are dependent on God. He had to pray just like you and I. No wonder, you know, he would get up early in the morning, a great while before the day. He, he takes time to pray from life scriptures. Ask me. When I first started, it used to take me one hour. Thank God for, I, I, that time, there was no SPC app for me to go to. <laughs> Hello. Amen. There was no good morning, Jesus. I was the good morning, Jesus. <laughs> that was 1983. You know, 84. You know, 82, 83. I would get up early because I was teaching in this school in Kutai. I had to take a bus, you know, a series of buses. And if you miss one, you missed it. So, you know, I, I would get up 4 o'clock. Then I would start live scriptures. I'll pray, pray, pray. I'll draw life, draw life, draw life, draw life. I have to do that first before I pray in tongues. The life of God is the fuel for praying in the spirit. That's the reason why a lot of our tongues is not effective. That's the reason why most of us cannot pray in tongues for more than 10, 15 minutes. Nico Shogoli, the next thing, be thinking, look at the cockroach. Uh, Pastor Luke will say, oh, in Jesus, uh, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name. <laughs> I just got all your numbers. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God 
and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.